Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I've got the best panel that you're going to hear in any podcast on any platform. I'm joined with Miss T from T Time Podcast. T, hey, what's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> I think I got a couple other guys that uh, should be joining us. Uh, the OG Bobby Dollars should be. Uh, <laughs> Jumping on here really soon, um, and we might even have one more special uh, co-host. Okay. Uh, but I'm really excited to kind of unpack this topic. It's a big one. Uh, oh Lord! This episode is going to be entitled "Ain't No Coochie Like the One You Got." <laughs> just the title alone, I just, I just it's didn't true. even know what to do with it. <laughs> it's it's true though. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation with the balanced panel because I think that a lot of our lives revolve around our relationships. And yeah, I think that the modern culture has really changed the way that we go about relating to one another. And I want to talk about a few trouble areas, a few problem areas, uh, maybe talk about ways that we troubleshoot uh, and navigate these uh, treacherous waters. Um, let's do it I'm let's do it I'm um you know to to begin this one um i learned uh, a, a new couple of terms mm-hmm. that i'm really excited to talk about is monkey branching have you ever heard of monkey branching uh-uh that's new to me right <laughs> and it's 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 so true um you know we live in a culture that is excessively and increasingly narcissistic and one of those byproducts uh, is what I think uh, this new term I'm learning about monkey branching. Have you okay. ever been in a relationship with someone and no matter what you do, it's just not good enough. And they're always looking for better. They're always looking for the upgrade. Um, around and out of the situation that you're creating and the situation you're in. Mm. I can't say that I've ever been in that. Can mm-hmm. I say I've felt that way? I've felt that there way. There we go. So yeah. you're the right one. You, I mean, you, <laughs> you are our target audience. Um, <laughs> you know, I was in a situation um, for a while uh, with somebody who was doing exactly that. Um, okay. You know, it, it, uh, it, it was crazy. Um, but it's a, it's a horrible narcissistic thing to do. And monkey Ooh. branching is where... You, you do exactly that. You could have the, the tallest partner. You could be with LeBron James, but mm-hmm. he's just not tall enough. You really want to be with Yao Ming, you what? know? You could I be with you. Donald Trump, but that's <laughs> not good enough because you uh-huh. really want to be with Jeff Bezos, right? Got you. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if that's because uh, we have so many options in dating or because relationships are so disposable. <laughs> yeah, we do. It is so easy to maybe y'all on the male do. side. On the Look, I was gonna right? say maybe y'all do because uh, <laughs> I feel like we sharing the same twenty people. But <laughs> and women um, say that I, I can't. You yeah. know, DC, Atlanta, Chicago. Women say that it's not. It's yeah. only so many men. It's a, a finite resource. A good man 
talk to me about that, uh, T. What, what, you know, you said you felt this way before, you know? <laughs> you felt like you were in a situation and you wanted to branch out, right? Well, no, it wasn't that. If I'm understanding the term, it sounds like what I'm doing is, if what I'm doing is not good enough. I can't say that anyone has made me feel that way. Can I say that it's been me making myself that way? Yes, because I'm an overachiever. So I very well have been told everything's fine, but in my mind, it has to be something else that I can be doing, you know? So um, if that's what we're talking about, then yes. As far as branching out, I've never been that person that needed to branch out because as I've gotten older, now let me, let me rephrase that as I've gotten older. Now, when I was younger, I ain't give a shit, you know, because mm -hmm. if the, in my younger days, my mentality was, well, if you want somebody else will, you know, and I kind of lived by that to, to be perfectly honest, you know, but as I got older, um, I just learned that nobody's perfect, you know, self-included, um, right. but you know, so as I've gotten older, you know, um, when I'm with you, I'm with you a hundred percent. I don't really have time energy or effort to be branching out no way so now nah. <laughs> right and i mean you know um i think that i'm not sure if you did the episode of benching with me but that was a new term uh that i discovered probably a year or two ago um mm -hmm. where you have the rotation and you know you 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 have to rock your rotation so you have your starter and, <laughs> but you also got your bench players you know you got your bench warmers <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, right. And I mean, I think that the way that we go about relationships now is exactly that. We don't want to get caught up with the wrong one so yeah. badly that we get this anxiety and we build in all these safety nets and we secure all these backups just, mm -hmm. in, case just in case something goes wrong in the situation mm -hmm. we're in. Yeah. yeah. I don't... definitely have been guilty of that in the past, for sure. <laughs> for and I don't. Sure. I don't know how we protect ourselves against that because it seems like everybody um, in some form or another seems to be doing it. Um, Everybody's right? out for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of, it's, it's sad, but it's like these days it's always about what can I get from this person, you know? So it's, it's a lot going on out here in these days. No, there's no value placed on relationships and if you find someone who actually values a relationship for real for real then you ought to try to keep them because uh yeah it's it's treacherous it's treacherous out here <laughs> it's just cutthroat and yeah. women i think that we really we've conditioned women to maybe act the way that we hear about men acting acting like a dog uh, mm -hmm. and, and women are protecting themselves these back that's all they want to say protecting ourselves honestly you know but yeah. I, you know today's show is all about you know ain't no coochie like the one you got i think <laughs> as i've evolved as i've gotten older as i've learned more um mm -hmm. you you really have to put a firm stake in the ground in the relationship that you're in and things always are better and the grass is always greener when you water it back uh, it's 100% agree 
Yeah, it's it, you know, it's I, I don't know if it's a maturity thing or what, but um, mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of notes today and a lot of tips and things that we can do to kind of um, secure our relationships. And I even um, have discovered the concept of divorce proofing your marriage. Um, okay, let's do it. What yeah. you got? Well, you know, showing gratitude to your partner and not taking mm. it for granted is the essence here. It's the, you know, it's the critical, um, you know, thesis of, of, of it all. It's what keeps the cohesiveness in your relationship. And it's mm-hmm. not that hard, is it, to tell your partner, really uh, not. that person, uh, how, how much you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And I think that remaining faithful is the key because you don't appreciate somebody that you uh, going behind or cheating on uh, right. or, or competing. Uh, you know, when you mm-hmm. when you're going out there and trying to weigh your options, there's no way that you could be valuing uh, the situation that you're in. So that's okay. the first tip um, that I got. Um, I think that was Joe Rapini, Mary Joe Rapini is uh, where, where this comes from. Divorce okay. proofing your marriage. Um, she talks about vocalizing great things about your partner, but it doesn't mm. stop there. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's about saying positive and encouraging things about your partner to your partner as well as your family, their family, friends, um, and strangers as well. Um, it, public affirmation is great and most people want that absolutely you know? yeah I agree with that Jill what <laughs> up OG I got uh, our, our second co-host uh, Mr. Bobby Dollars what's, yeah, what's up with it what's up with it hey Bobby hey uh, TT how you doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm good I threw out our first concept Bobby we're talking about uh, monkey branching have you ever heard that term <laughs> nah, man, what kind of sex y'all talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> minute, bro. Right. You know, thought... he coming up with some stuff. Right. I was like, what you say, Brian? <laughs> yeah. I'm the confused. definition of monkey branching or a monkey branch relationship is very similar to cheating, but monkey branching occurs when people are considering other options while they're still in a relationship with a partner. Um, you know, when you place the safety net and you try to get it back up. You know how you rock the rotation and you got Keisha with the, you know, pretty face and you got Tisha with the fat tail and you got, you know what I'm saying, Alicia that can cook. You feel what I'm saying? And then that sounds like a whole lot of hard work, bro. I don't know. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. Um, I kind of define monkey branching and we uh, are talking about uh, something I got from Mary Jo Rapini. Uh, she talks about a concept of divorce proofing uh, your marriage um, and securing relationships. Me and T was talking about little things you can do to secure where you're at. Uh, things like affirmations to your partner, showing appreciation mm-hmm. to your partner, uh, vocalizing great and positive things about your partner, not just to them, but to their family, their friends, strangers, making sure that you're boosting the person you with self-esteem uh, and confidence in your relationship. Uh, because you're going to have a better relationship and ultimately a better partner. Facts. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you said a mouthful. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I, what you're saying, I can see all of that. Mm-hmm. I she, absolutely can. Absolutely. And she, she, she went on and on about a lot of things that um, seemed really commonsensical to me. But I don't know if we really put it into practice because um, I know I had to catch myself uh, when she continued and she started talking about introducing your partner to everybody. 
Um, like that is that is kind of damning. Like you yeah, can't. Have I, don't, I don't agree. I with said all whoa. That. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with all of that, man. Like you're not, you don't, you don't have to. Again, like I always say, you don't have to volunteer information, man. You just, I mean, you just do what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think introducing, like introducing to like family, or is that what we're saying? We Mary? talking about to everybody. If you're in a relationship with somebody, uh-huh. you have a partner, and you're committed in your relationship, right? Uh-huh. You introduce them to everyone. It's not just for you, but it's for your partner um, because of a lot of different reasons. Uh, she was going on about how the, the pressure, the responsibility, right? Uh, the same reason why I think a lot of us don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, right? Yeah, because that's really, when you think about that, that's really, um, what's the word I want to use? Defining. You know, you, you start introducing people now that person has a sense of entitlement almost because you know now they next level they didn't been in front of the kids they didn't been in front of mama them you know that's that's something else there that's a whole nother level and see i I think that's it you're right um it let's talk about that you you think that it's bad practice it's not good business because it's a liability right Definitely, because now that person know where mama stay, and you know now you got other people invested as opposed to when it's just y'all. Well, like I just said, man, you don't need to be volunteering information. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You don't have to provide all that feedback. Just it's it's a whole lot, typically, man, that you have to deal with when it comes to relationships, just just from the gate. So right. to put yourself out there to a point to where you seem so vulnerable, it's just going to make you look weak to that individual from, you know, from day one. Like, when you when you put up a fight, it make people not want to fight you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, the whole fact is, it's just like, once you get into any of these situations, you kind of want to just play it by ear, man, and just let life happen. Like, when it's time to introduce people to other people, um, you'll know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the relationship will tell you. You ain't gotta you don't have to force all of that, man. Like and then not only that, but sometimes, man, like people just don't need to be around certain people. Everybody ain't compatible and your relationship might not be compatible with your relationship with your family. You know what I'm saying? Agree. Agree. Two hundred percent agree. Everybody don't need to meet mama. Nope. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think this is a good point that we are talking about here. It sounds like it's a time, right? Uh, there's Definitely. a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, how long into a relationship until you can start rolling it out? Um, do you feel when is a safe? Uh, when is that safe zone to to really be like, yo, like I'm with this person? I think anything anything less than ninety days is sketchy to me. Now I'm not saying you can actually put a time on it. Mm-hmm. But you need time at the same time, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. just be out here running around and in 30 days. And my thing is, don't get me wrong, chemistry is a real thing. Compatibility is a real thing. Yeah, a person may catch all your jokes and all of that. But do you really know that person? You don't really know nobody in no damn 30 days. I don't think you know somebody for You really years. don't. I'm about to just say, it could be 30 years and you still don't. But, you know... I think a lot of times people are so happy and excited to be in something that they just take it and run with it. 
you know, instead of just like slow down, let me reassess, let me make sure, you know, all of the things. So. Yeah. Well, that's only just because generally the mindset of every human being is to be a part of something. Whether mm-hmm. it's a success or a failure, people just want to say I did that. I was a part of that. Yeah, you know that's what I'm why religion is so successful <clears throat> because people need to be, they want to be a part of something. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 um, well, you know, I, I, I agree with that a little bit too, but <laughs> I don't really <laughs> talk about religion on, on these shows and stuff. So I won't Same. go there. But, right, right. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, B. You you be catching me off guard with this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm over here trying to get this damn episode out, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. I don't know. I I don't I don't see. I don't know. I don't see a benefiting factor in none of that shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, that's why we having the show because I, I I definitely can see and agree with all that, and I think that that's very true because we have to protect ourselves. Uh, relationships are a good way to to really get it all bent up, you know, to get your, your exactly. life in, in chaos and everything else. So it's a, a financially, a, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, just everything, just I'll be fucked up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the lady continues and she talks about, uh, you know, things you could do like celebrating uh, their wins and really being a part of their lives and uh, all these great deep uh, attachment things. But I think that really the what happens next, right, is something called gigs. Uh, grass is greener syndrome. Uh, uh-huh. It's a little different than monkey branching um, because monkey branching more or less is just having a bench, a rotation, you know. It's having those active options. But grass is greener syndrome is an actual psychological uh, condition. It's a thing, Um it's where you are always looking for that little edge, right? That extra blade of grass to get either out of your relationship or just keeping your curiosity sharp to get it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that as a man, that's kind of what we we born with, right? Like we hunters. Oh, we always, Lord. Don't do that shit. Hold on, bro. Right. Wait, I'm about like, to say, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I, I don't agree with that. Like, um, I don't know. Say that again, bro. Say say what you, you just said. Agree with you there? All right. uh, grass is <laughs> I heard what you said, but I'm just trying to make sure that everything that you're saying to me is vocalized in my head the right way because like I don't I don't agree with that whole grass is greener shit. Like I like a lot of that, like what you saying, man, from my from my standpoint is that you know people they veer off of their relationships just to dip and see, you know, if, if this is a little bit better or if, you know, if, if this situation is a little more plentiful for me. But the fact is, man, that grass is greener shit. Nah, man, that's just a low budget motherfucker trying to live off of people, bro. That ain't no, that ain't no, uh, <laughs> it ain't no formalities or nothing. It ain't no, it ain't no uh, hidden rules or unwritten rules. It's just a broke motherfucker trying to find somebody to leech off of. You know what I'm saying? Take it a step further. Somebody that's insecure within themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, insecurity is one thing, and I I can agree with that. But insecurity ain't got nothing to do with that grass is greener shit. Insecurity, mm-hmm. I feel like insecurity, and it's just my opinion, man. I feel like the insecurity part will play more in the physical relationship than okay. mm-hmm. just trying to 
like I'm not saying like a no hobo like situation or no bum mentality. B, what I'm saying is you have men and you have women out here that find it reasonable to always want to be a part of a relationship because they can get something out of it. Yes, mm, we were just talking about that. Narcissist, you know, get mm-hmm. hey. And and then, and then really, it's not even about the narcissism. It's just about a person literally saying to themselves, I do not have the capability of literally paying this rent and doing this, that, and the other by myself and all of that. So I'm going to go stay with this chick because I know she keep her rent paid and I can just probably give her two or $300 and, and it'll be cool and this, that, and the other. But then when she get tired of that shit, and she starts saying, look, man, I need more than two or $300 a month. We got other bills. We got this. Okay, now it's time for me to leave this situation and move over here to this chick who don't know mm. that I get down like this. And I think that's an opportunity. I mean, that is, but at the same time, every opportunity is looking for greener grass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just more plentiful for those type because every nigga that can stand in front of a liquor store and get five dollars from begging is going to do that versus going to a job and waiting two weeks for it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so, so it's going to always be one of them kind of situations where you're right it's an opportunist thing but at the same time shit this opportunity is much greater over here because this grass is greener than that grass over there right you know what i'm saying so that's, that's the way I Absolutely. see it. No, that's that's it. And I mean, um, it's obviously I'm talking a little bit about psychology because the uh, psychology behind that narcissistic uh, trait um, is it, it, it's, it's deep. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just like you said, uh, we've got it in all hues. But um, with, with this psychological construct, um, people, they remember the days, the highlights and the lowlights. And they always remember the low more than the high. I think that we probably have heard this before, uh, the 80-20 principle, right? Like that yeah. grass is greener. That one thing that she don't do, uh, I'm going to leave because somebody else will do it. And I get that one thing, but then you lose sight uh, of all those other highlights. Um, and that's what gets me to my next term that I learned about, uh, which is avoidant attachment syndrome. Uh, she's a runner. She's a track star. Uh, <laughs> the uh, avoided attachment type is, is exactly that as soon as it gets to be emotional substantive it becomes uh, not just about you know trips vacations or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's hot you gotta go um, mm-hmm. and, and Bobby I think you kind of hit on it like I don't want to call it narcissism but you hit it with the instant gratification piece you some oh, yeah. uh, when they outside the stove trying to get five dollars instead of seeing big picture uh, looking at what what's right in front of you instead of seeing the ten thousand foot view, um, and I think our culture uh, really goes to that. I don't know if, um, if you know the title of this episode, but the name of this one is uh, "Ain't No Coochie Like the One You Got." Uh, and, and I want to really focus every time on you say it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can turn somebody into a star. I mean, investing in a man or a woman. I think that you can have a more satisfying relationship and a more productive relationship, what I think we really are looking for, um, instead of just a, a highlight for 90 days, right? Those disposable relationships uh, where it's cool, and then before you know it, you're in a new situation, or you had uh, 
Tisha's house because Keisha wasn't acting right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Sometimes you bounce around. Shit. I... <laughs> 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 Oh, Lord. I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't. I be agreeing with a lot of the stuff you be saying, B. But then at the same time, you know, like I always tell you, man, I'm I'm more logical than I am superficial, bro. And I can see the holes in a lot of that shit, man. That's why I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's why I don't like. I don't know. That's why I don't indulge in a lot of that stuff, man. Because I can see the holes in it, and like you're saying with the narcissism, narcissism, and all that, man. Like. A narcissist ain't gonna never leave nobody. Narcissists get left. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, ain't, it ain't gonna be no relationship where a narcissist is actually leaving the person they with. Because if they with that person, it's because the person is feeding into that shit, letting them do what they do, letting them have their way. And why would they leave that if they are narcissists? Nah, man. Every every narcissist in every relationship is gonna tell you from the jump that I'm too much for that person. That's why they left. They can't handle me. I'm. Too much. Nah, you ain't too much. You just don't have no belief within yourself. So you start to try to use other people to gain all that all that momentum. You know what I'm saying? All them compliments, all that that extra love that you really don't need to live. Mm-hmm. When that narcissism meets that avoiding attachment, that's where you kind of see people acting single, right? Um, yeah. They 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 aren't, but they want to act single. They want to avoid codependency, which you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think that that's really really real because independence is very important and uh, that's what got me interested when I kind of did the deep dive and looked into it because independence is everything and uh, if you have a relationship with two people that are independent um, not only do you not have those byproducts of codependency but you have stronger individuals and better relationships what I'm going to finish the show with um, you know, ways that we can water our grass, uh, make our relationship productive. So I'm going to ask y'all, what do you think a productive relationship is? Because I don't think people are in relationships just to do them. And, you know, obviously we got some trouble areas where people do that, but that's a hustle. Um, you know what I mean? Like we do relationships for a reason. What What is production in a relationship? What does that look like? That's a good question. I think one thing would be you all have the same goals in mind and you hit those goals. You know, that's production in a relationship. That's a win, right? Mutually assured success. And I mean, that's that independence thing. If I'm grinding towards mine, she's grinding towards hers, and we have ours, we're richer for it. Teamwork makes the dream work. I mean, but is that actually productivity or is that... um growth or is that like evolving all the above i was gonna say all of that because <laughs> leaning on your partner I, I used to think it was a weakness like codependency uh i'm like everybody else um being fearful of that one my independence and uh i don't need to love nobody all that good stuff um yeah but when you have a, a real partner and you have real things to show for it um i'm not trying to just go jay-z and beyonce um i hate when people always try to call it a power couple but Girl, it really I hate that is. term. I hate it. I hate that term, power couple. Yeah, I do too. Because what does that even actually mean? Like adult boy in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it means exactly what it's saying, shit. Because they got the most power right now. Jay Z, a billionaire. That man runs so much. It's they cool. do. Is Jay to pick it? Are they a power couple? Because not to me. <laughs> no, a power couple, man. 
That's what I'm saying. People th- throw that term around. Now, when I think power couple, immediately, Jay and Beyonce is who I think. I don't think of anybody else, like legit. I don't think nobody right. else Me but them. I've and never saw any other. Well, yeah, them too. You know, but my immediate first thought is always that because shit, Jay Z used to be a street pharmacist, and boop, look where he is now. You know, so yeah. And power, Bobby, you said power is a is a strong foundation. Um, Do you think it's power when I don't know the community, your friends, people look at your relationship and they want to model their relationship after yours? That's what I think a win is. I think that's what productive is in a relationship when you have a foundation of respect. Um, yeah. You have mutual success. Uh, uh, I don't know, bro. No, again, see, like I said, I can't, I can't really speak on this stuff, bro, because to me, it's all like, like a lot of that stuff, man. I don't know a lot of them, a lot of them facts and a lot of them stats and all of that stuff you kind of look for and you do research on is geared for white people, man. They're not geared for like brown black people. Because every relationship is different, man. Like every, some people be married because of the kids. Some people get yeah. married because mm-hmm. they like the sex. Some people get married because they're really in love, but they're not going to statistically give you all of that. They're going to give you an overview of what one out of 10 people had to say. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's much different, bro. It's just like we just said about the grass is greener thing. You know what I'm saying? Every relationship is different. Every Every meaningful relationship is there for its own purpose. It don't have nothing to do with what a lot of them talking about, man. Like, you know that old Absolutely. saying, there's somebody for everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, that old mm-hmm. saying. And so if that's the case, then who would who is that somebody these statistics is talking about? Because, mm. because we all different. If it's somebody for everybody, shit, you're not doing this, this survey on everybody. You're doing this survey <laughs> on people. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes it's like questions. Why do skinny niggas like fat women? You know, <laughs> why, 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 why do bald head men always end up with women with long hair? Like, like you can't. They say opposites attract, right? But you can't really put a finger on it, man. Because a lot of men go for women that put them in the mindset of their moms. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of women deal with men that exude power because women love that father figure. They love being told I'm proud of you. They love being told good job. They love being told all the things that a dad would tell them, even at 45 and 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? That's why the term baby girl never dies because These white people talk about all that psychology. You're right. You know, Mm -hmm. but the fact is is a black mindset is much different than a white mindset because of the way they've built us over all the years and telling us about slavery and making us angry and putting us in positions to make us feel like we aren't wanted and unwelcome. So yeah, man, how can they sit down and give stats on individuals that they really don't know shit about? So no, I don't believe in a lot of that. Um, I feel like all of this man really goes with just everyday life and the things that people experience on a regular basis. You know, um, some of the most profound people that you're going to find are just like you said in one of our episodes or therapists. Because they they sitting down listening to everybody. They not it ain't no particular set amount of people or certain people. They listening to everybody. So right. they they the smartest. They know the most because they understand in every single situation that's coming at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that a hundred. I'm just saying that there are 
things that we can do to make our relationships better and stronger and we could have more families, stronger families, more productive families and communities uh, because it does start in the home. Um, yeah. I, that's society. Uh, I yeah. absolutely agree. Um, yeah. And uh, like I said, the focus I wanted to uh, kind of end on was ways that we can make uh, our relationships stronger. Um, and I, I, I really don't know too many strategies uh, outside of, you know, like you said, basic, basic stuff. Men want to feel good. Men need uh, uh, adoration and appreciation. Women need provision. Uh, they need leadership. Communication. Yeah, definitely. You know. And there's got to be some compromise in there, too. On mm. both sides. You know, man, look. Man, it can't always be my way or the highway. Yeah, man. I I was just going to say that. I think if, if we really, if we really trying to get to it, like you, you, we really finna, we really finna touch these cheeks. Let me tell you, bro. That's <laughs> how this has to work, man. Mm-hmm. People, people in general got to be more compassionate, bro. Like yes. people, people got to start to realize that all this hard ass shit that they hearing on the radios and seeing on Say the it. TV, this shit ain't benefiting, man. It's just desensitizing. Mm. Our, it's desensitizing us to what's real, man. And it's just like, amen. When it comes to our race, black men and women, hmm. we got to find that happy medium again, man, because women getting too damn tough, bro. They getting too tough. What? Yeah. And exactly. It's yeah. getting to a point now to where the men are starting to look more feminine and the women are starting to look too hard. And how can you procreate and and be a family and and do what God asked us to do from the jump if we confused and we don't know what we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Look, man, I've been married, I've been married 21 years, man, and it's like, wow. I don't like I don't trip on my wife. I give her her space, man. Me and her ain't always on the greatest terms. We ain't always at our best. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Financially, we straight. We'll never have to worry about anything when it comes to you know certain things. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like we not white. We not tripping off the finances. White people trip off the finances. That's why white men kill their wives instead of cheating <laughs> on them. Like black, and like black men to cheat on their wives and get their tires slashed and get a bad <laughs> reputation and shit. But white men go to the extreme and bury your ass in the backyard. You know for what I'm saying? Look for that policy. Right. So, <laughs> So that's probably the reason why black people are so comfortable being called that broke ass nigga, this broke ass that that broke us. Shit, man, if we live, they live, we wouldn't be around no way. The police killing the men, and then we would be killing the women. Like it would just be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. it would it would be 100 all bad, and we wouldn't have nothing to live for, man. So. At some point, bro, the black women got to stop being so tough, man. They got to start appreciating us a little bit more. Black men got to start sitting still, man, and just chilling, man. Let let go of all this old false-ass rap and, right. up and all of this shit, man. Like, stop making a... a like, the police are only going to fuck with you because they know they can fuck with you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's it's just like bullying, bro. That's all it is. If a bully know he can get to you by saying certain things and doing certain things, what does the bully do every right. single day of the week? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the police, is, the police riding that same story out, man. You know what I'm saying? And every day we call ourselves being tough and 
all of that shit, but we ain't doing nothing but killing ourselves. We hurting each other. We ain't like niggas ain't getting mad and going to bomb in no police station because Lil Ray Ray got killed by a cop. Nah, man. You know what I'm saying? They ain't doing that. They hiding out. But then when Lil Ray Ray get killed by Lil John around the corner, shit, everybody around that other side going to shooting up pissed off. They right. you know they, they talking shit. They crip walking in the streets and throwing up signs, nigga. And the women got their asses out twerking with the blue rags on. Like, come on, man. Go kill a cop if right. that's what you are. Don't, if that's how you, right. don't fuck up the neighborhood, nigga. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't know, man. We just got to be compassionate, man. And our people have to start seeing each other for what we are, man. Stop that king and queen shit all on social media and you ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, like real, you ain't even walk. You ain't even walk no woman to the door. You know to make sure she got in the house safe. But we man. all queens online. Come on, man. But, <laughs> but why? But why? Do we, how do we get here? I mean, are we our values. I can tell you life? how we got here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and that's my point. It's you different. Know, that's a yeah. whole nother show. Like we low key. For it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I agree with all that. I um. You know, I have some uh, ending thoughts for myself on this, and I was just going to ask T um, how she feels a man uh, could appreciate her or how men, how her man might be appreciating her because the perception is not that. Um, you know, we don't have the perception of solid households. Um, so let me ask you, you know, we I perceive women as not appreciating us as men on the whole. I know that's not true for everyone, like Bobby said, but... How do you feel we can show women we appreciate them? Uh, I, you know, I walk my, my lady to the door. I uh, open her door. I try to do as much mm-hmm. as I can. And I think all those little things add up. Uh, and I think that's how, you know, it ain't nothing like what I got. Um, right. how, how do you feel that that's echoed in your household? I think that the major key is I'm and not, not even really just for my household, just as a whole. I think that we just want to feel safe. You know, if, mm. if I'm walking into the gas station and there's five dudes outside, five black men outside, I don't want to be like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, I, I want to yeah. feel like I should be able to walk right on through and that if a white person starts bothering me, that all five of them men are going to come and have my back. You know, right. and I think that's because you talk about why we so tough because we got to be, you know, it's like if we don't protect ourselves, who going to do it? Who going to do it? You know, so and that's just kind of the mentality, you know, and I know a lot of women have been done wrong. And so that's why they so tough. But that's all another show, too. But, you know, we just we just want to feel safe and protected. Yeah, that's it. I agree. I mean, I can feel that, man. But also just remember, surround yourself with. Like you want to sur- surround yourself with all the right elements, man. Like if you feel like you you sure. better than that, if if you better than where you are right at the moment, then it's time to get the hell out of there. Like mm-hmm. if 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 you pull up to that liquor store, you know why you want to be in a, in that neighborhood if you know this is what right. they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like if, Absolutely. why why I do I want to why I want to live in a neighborhood with a bunch of people that cash they check at the same place? I go get a forty ounce for them. Nah, man, let's, let's go to the bank, man. Let's, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. are on me because I live an hour away from the city. I'm, you know, used to live in the city in Chicago when I was uh, young. I grew up in the city. But, you know, like you said, now, as I've gotten older and I have a career and I have a daughter, I have a 15-year-old, I, I don't want that. You know, I want her to be able to walk up into 7-Eleven because it's 7-Eleven out here, you know, or wherever she wants to walk into and feel okay. 
and feel safe. If she see five kids outside the store, two going to be white, one going to be black, you know, one might be Hispanic. Or so, you know, it's going to be that. I don't ever want her to have to go through the things that I went through growing up in a particular neighborhood in the city. So, yeah, you're right. You got to, so, if you want better, so, you got to be better. You're now, just home. exactly what she just said right there, B, that's that productivity you was talking about. Yep, it is. Moving to Naperville, or Schomburg. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Right there, man. You know what I'm saying? I evolved. I keep doing what I do. I make pretty damn good money. I don't I don't complain about a lot and I don't feel like I'm hurting for nothing. But at the same time, mm-hmm. every single time I pull out my debit card, it's going to be for something better than what I've already had. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't going to be me. If, if my 55 inch go out, well, now I'm going to go get a 60. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm not going to mm-hmm. keep buying the same bullshit over and over and get stagnant in my life and live the same situation over and over. Nah, man, like, if I just got rid of, I just paid off a 2014. The next car I get gonna be a 2018. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't gonna, it, it ain't gonna be another 2014 because I knew it was easy to pay that off and it's gonna be cheaper now since it's a 2021. Ah oh, man, like I don't live my life like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in the world. Like when we just moved out of a neighborhood where everything was cool when we was living there the first two years, and then by year four, it's just like TT said. Standing outside in front of the liquor store, chicks out there. It's twenty two degrees. She got three girls out there standing with her, asking us for change and all that. Like, man, it's freezing out here. What are you doing? Like, no, nah. right. you know, I I ain't got time for that. Police coming by, riding through the neighborhood, talking to us. Hey, have you seen this guy wearing this, that, and the other? He broke in a couple cars and he ran this way. Oh no, nah, man, I ain't got time, right. for that, bro. Like, exactly. I'm like, I, I grew up doing all that type of shit. Now, why mm-hmm. I want to pay? All right, exactly. so time for me to move now. Bought a million dollar house and I'm chilling right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got to worry about a whole other shit. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and people will say you selling out or whatever. No, I'm just trying to live better. You know, and that's yeah. the argument that I have. I never forget where I came from, and if you know, if it's got to be where I got to go back or anything like that, you know, I can always go back. I never forget that, but. I'm just trying to show and give my daughter something better. And that's what it boils down to. You should never want your kids unless you just live the lap of luxury. You're supposed to always aspire to want your children or yourself, your your child self, to have more and be more. That's it. I think those are the keys, y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all joining me. Um, I think we might have lost them. I was going to say if anybody... <laughs> If, uh, if if we got any social media handles uh, or any projects you're working on, any shout outs you want to give, um, I I got a couple little final thoughts. Um, if you got any of those, um, go ahead and drop them. Yeah, I mean, it's Tea Time Podcast. We'll be back at the top of the year. Had to take some time and do some things on the home front and everything, but She'll be back. <laughs> back bitter, bigger and better. There he is. Um T Time Podcast is one you gotta listen to. Uh I know she's on all platforms. Um, yes. Bobby, do you got any uh handles, uh projects, anything you wanna uh 
drop before we uh, close out? Nah, man, that's for real, bro. Just you know, just holler at me, man. If you need something, you know, you're trying to get down with anything, just holler at your big homie, man. I'm, I'm all over the place, Bobby Dollar Show. And um, I appreciate y'all. Um, I, I think that it is about valuing effort and not time, because time is not success. Uh, communication and effort are having something uh, and just doing better uh, is really the key. Um, thank y'all so much. Please uh, follow me and all my projects. Uh, I'm at Chubby Idris Elba. I'm on all platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, SoundCloud. We got the YouTube channel. Uh, I just dropped the mixtape, Amputation 1 on SoundCloud. Go ahead and get out of here and listen. Uh, until the next episode, y'all. You said, damn. Bobby, like, what the heck? Peace. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>